0: Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to Zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. Welcome to the BCC Club. We're your hosts. I'm Kendall Andreth.
1: And I'm Sarah Shower. And today we are joined in studio by.
2: Hi, I'm Eli. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Actually, that rhymes. <laughs> That's perfect.
0: I just spent five minutes being like, How? I'm just making sure I'm pronouncing your name correctly, only to turn it over to you and be like, you go ahead pronounce and say it. it. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it's better for me because a lot of times people pronounce my name Ellie. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot on podcasts. And as a kid, I was so non confrontational. I like. Oftentimes, I would refuse to correct people. Yeah, and I really try in my adult life to not do that, but sometimes it's a force of habit. Like yeah. I just forget. I'm like Ellie. Oh, that's fine. That's my literal name. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like actually not. So sometimes I like introducing myself because I'm like, okay, we can't get it wrong. Yeah. yeah, Is it
0: short for anything? It is not. Is that okay? I didn't know. Because I used to have um, Elliot. I'm not. I'm never gonna have ch- children, but I do have a list of baby names oh, that one's my on my phone mine too. Yeah. for if I you one falls it. on my yeah. doorstep you never know. or yeah. animals. Um, but I always had Elliot on my baby girls' names. Okay, wait, that's list. like my
2: number one. Yeah. Like, I'll just share it here. Like, I actually don't tell anyone that, but oh I don't really care, because I know I'm gonna use it. So like, yeah. like, if literally everybody else listened to this and used it, I'd be like, so like yeah. we all have girl Elliot. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just think it's kind of fun. It's Elliot, so fun. Elliot as a girl.
1: Yeah. For
0: a girl, I think it's so fun.
1: Um, yeah. I was gonna say, I love like, uh, more masculine names for girls. Yeah. yeah. Like, I
0: love a Logan, Yeah. Or like uh, a Dylan. Billy. I also like so Oliver
2: like for a girl. Oliver for a girl. Oliver, yeah. Oliver for a girl, yeah. I love sweet.
0: It. Elliot and Oliver, they're all like um, bo- little boys from musicals. Oh, yeah, Wait, yeah. Wait, stop. It's actually <laughs> yeah.
2: so, that's so me, yeah. to be like watching musicals and then be like, that's such a good name.
1: Well, that's mm-hmm. like for
0: years. I also said my number one girl's name was Adelaide, which is wild. Which is literally From insane. what musical? Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls, Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, but okay, it's... I, so we're going to London next week. <gasps> mm-hmm. so and fun. so we were like picking out, um. What show what show my girlfriend and I were thinking out what shows we wanted to see. And we were like, we should go see Guys and Dolls. And then our, it said on the when we were reading the ticket, like right before we bought it, it was like you have to stand the whole time. And oh. I was like, I can't. You're do like, you that. can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. So what are you gonna see? We're going to see um it's like a classic London show. It's not a musical, it's a play. Oh um, my god.
2: Oh, it's a mousetrap. Ma- yes. Okay. Yes.
0: We're see, yeah. And then we were thinking about doing the ABBA, um, Oh,
2: like, the Mamma Mia
0: Party. The, yeah, where it's like uh CG No yeah. c- c- wow, It's like an AI, word. it's like AI. It's it's, yeah, it's like not really, It's like an experience. Um, yeah. It's an experience. Yeah.
2: I saw Mamma Mia when I was there and I saw Cabaret, but Mamma Mia, I don't highly recommend.
0: That's what I saw when I was like eight when I went to yeah. London, but I don't remember mm-hmm. anything about it. I just
2: feel like it doesn't know. really work as a stage show, which like is such a hot take for me because I think everything works on the stage. Yeah. But it's like It's better fit for a movie musical, honestly.
0: Well, because Mm -hmm. I feel like the star of the show, well, of the movie is like, well, the it's it's, the music's great, but also like where they are, like the set. That's the that's the difficult
2: part, and then also you need a lot of leads that are really good, because like no Mm -hmm. one person is truly the center. Yeah, and then somebody's always gonna outshine. It's just awkward. It doesn't work for me on a stage. Like always, the movie for me. So your musical theater. Is that your origin? Kind of, yeah. I I just grew up loving it so much. And people are always like, oh, do you know so much about it because you studied it in college? And the answer is like, no, not Mm -hmm. really. I studied theater in college, like playwriting, producing. So I know a lot about like how you could legitimately produce a show. And I know a lot about like the background of it all and like financially and whatever. I just like, as a kid, spent hours upon hours watching YouTube videos. And like, I was just so entranced by musical theater that my knowledge of it is like, I definitely know more about yeah. musical theater than, like, anything else ever. Wow.
0: <laughs> it's, like, your full special like interest. My thing. like, this it's, is what I know. Yes, yes. What's your favorite show?
2: It's a hard thing to, like... Choose, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I think it really like depends and changes, but I'm big into like classic golden age musical theater. Okay. I think I think it's special to look at things from like a modern lens when they're older and be like, you know, if we didn't have this, we wouldn't have rent. If we didn't have rent, we wouldn't have Hamilton. Sure, all sure. of that. So honestly, I really like where we all started, but honestly, everything. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. obsessed. There's I'm some so new obsessed. good new ones. There's a lot of good new
0: ones. I yeah. think for a while I was like, oh, it's gonna be just kind of like the Disney remakes where we're just me doing kind of like, oh, now we're doing Aladdin and now now we're doing now Spider-Man, doing and yes. now we're doing. the As some we're doing all, but I feel like they've had some. Like I just saw Six.
2: Oh, it's fun. Recently, it's fun. is it here? No,
0: it. I don't. My my one of my best friends. Uh, is a obsessed with musical theater, and Love. so he always kind of just sends me a calendar invite and is like, <gasps> That's, sh- such is That's such a fun friend to have.
2: That's such a fun friend to have.
0: It's incredible. So I, like, always see shows, but have no idea if they're, like, think I they're touring, know. if they're, yeah. what's happening. Like, Some I don't of them know. have,
2: like, set up shop here. There's, like, yeah. a Hamilton, LA. I feel like Dear Evan Hansen did that. And yeah. then there's a lot of tours, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: it's, it's incredible. Well, we it's haven't great. even really introduced you yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, had, I had to go. I had to ask all the questions about musical theater. You are a book coming out I do yeah. I do so you went you went viral on TikTok how long ago gosh like
2: early 2020 May 2020 mm-hmm. I would say yeah I
0: was one of those and it yeah. was it it was about a jar, yeah. about a gluten free jar. Yes. And then you also uh, talk a lot about dating on your TikTok yeah. as well. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was
2: kind of one of those things. This doesn't happen anymore on TikTok. Yeah. It, it happens in like a vacuum. So, like, we see like the Emily Mariko's, the Past mm-hmm. That Puss, the Alex Earls that like shoot up overnight now. Yeah. But back in 2020, like, people were going incredibly viral for random things all the time. Yeah. yeah. It was like very consistent. And a lot of TikTokers that you meet will be like, yeah, it was just pandemic.
0: things that I was up to
2: so I was doing that and messing around and having fun and it was really just silly hobby I was going to grad school Mm -hmm. and then I just made a video right before I left for grad school being like I'm going to grad school in the city this jar thing is like number one expensive number two like I don't have a family to (laughs) feed with it anymore I'm just gonna like take a step back from it and I just want to let you guys know that now so like anyone wants to like get out yeah leave now because it's yeah. not going to be the same and it's i always so just so many
0: people were like no more jar goodbye <laughs> <you>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what but is
2: the jar to, like i'm sorry i i don't know no, no 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 you're so good i like have a aband- i've abandoned it a while ago <laughs> but it, it was basically like when i was growing up we had this like large jar that we would fill with like kind of like a quasi trail mix snack mix but like yeah. anything could go in it it was like cheerios gummy bears pretzels popcorn yeah. m&ms whatever and it was just a nostalgic thing so over the pandemic yeah. my brothers and I were like messing around and redoing it and it was gluten-free because I'm allergic to gluten and it was just like this thing Mm -hmm. and then it went viral and we started to be like funny with it so I would do like silly voiceovers or like comedy things yeah Yeah. and then I just realized like I kind of wanted to do lifestyle content and Mm -hmm. I had like maybe like 90,000 followers when I posted that video and it was really well received and no one really left and that's when I realized like okay some people come for something but they might stay for another reason Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I'd always was so interested in relationships that was like the thing that I kind of that kind of drove me throughout college I was always writing about that kind of stuff so I was like that's what I want to talk about yeah and then it kind of just happened yeah as it does
0: so what and so tell us about your book
2: Yes. So I knew I wanted to write a book, like mm-hmm. since I was very, very young, I studied playwriting and creative writing in college. And then I got a degree in journalism because like practical, if yes. I could go back, yeah. I would maybe not do that. <laughs> just sure, so. You know, I feel like I didn't need it, but I learned so much, honestly, and it just yeah. gave me another muscle that I'm able to flex now, especially yeah. with mm-hmm. like podcasting. It's all journalism. Yeah. So I did that and I was just trying to figure out, I was like, how am I going to get this like book deal? That's what I really want. Mm-hmm. And it's such like publishing is so Kind of like things happen behind closed doors there's not one path into it and so i just had a job in journalism and then my TikTok and instagram presence were steadily growing i started putting out a newsletter because i was like i just know something's gonna stick i just have to keep throwing yeah. like shit at the fan and like <laughs> yeah. something will stick i just like yeah. i just didn't feel like the journalism job was right also yeah. i had like this terrible boss situation ended up leaving and i was like looking for another writing job looking yeah. for a way in and then my agents actually reached out to me And they were like, we see your TikToks, we've read your writing on your blog and we just wanna meet you and we think we have an idea for a book. And so at the time I was making these lists of rules, like rules for a first date, rules for a second date. I just kind of described them as really tangible and accessible ways to elevate your lived experience Mm -hmm. and make life a little bit more fun and dynamic and interesting, especially when you're mid 20s, kind of in slump routine. And they were just doing really well, really well received on TikTok and they, my agents were like, we love this rules idea. Yeah. We know you're a writer, we know you do personal essay. Right. We think we should do personal essays off of
0: these lists. That's so fun. And so
2: I loved the idea. I was like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe that this is like how this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so we put together the proposal and then pitched it out to editors and then one thing led to the next and now we're here. Oh. It's called I Didn't Know I Needed This.
1: That's oh. so fun. I was it's, gonna say, I love, um, so we do like comedy and I, you're the writing, it's kind of crazy to see how social media. has changed so many industries and like how the I don't know that's probably not the traditional route of like if you wanted to write a book yeah and so it's cool to see how I mean with comedy and then writing like how social media truly changed the landscape
2: yeah of it all yeah it's so crazy like with comedians and everything like that's the way comedians are being discovered now Mm -hmm. through TikTok and you know it's a blessing and a curse because I always like want to make it known that there's so many ways to get into something it's just that social media is really a free tool that you can use to your advantage yeah Yeah. and I had no no real idea that i was using it well to my advantage. Yeah. You know I, mean? yeah. I think that's the thing like looking back on it and even with like marketing my book, HarperCollins and like their VP of sales and like some people really high up there have like yeah. presented on my book being like this is the new way to market a book and i was like i didn't i just didn't was, know I was having fun. Yeah. And i think that's so much of it too though like if it brings you yeah. joy and it's like content that you i'm sure you guys feel this way yeah. you think it's funny so yeah. you're going to put it out there and then yeah. other people are going to be like yeah that's funny. Well because yeah. you
0: see all the time people try to really um, like you could watch video after video after video of people being like here's how to go viral on social media yeah. and like here's what to hashtag here's what to say here's how to like mm-hmm. when to post it when to do it and I've always whenever people are like do you think that's true I'm like I don't know if any of that's true but I would not think about it for two seconds <laughs> like yeah. I people I mean like I know it's bad because some people are like you should be looking at your analytics but I'm like I don't look at my analytics I don't no. look at any of that because to me I'm like I just post I mean obviously I think I'm like oh I think some of my videos do better when I post it this time Yeah, yeah. but I just am like just make content that makes, that you think is funny, be consistent, make it, fr- and if you wanna change or do something else, like do it. And I think that's what people like actually get attached yes. to more than like, oh, I stick around because, cause I think that's what's the hardest part is to get people to stick yeah. around. Yeah. And it's like, if you have a video go mega viral because you posted it at 9 a.m., like that's it's great, but it's matter. not gonna like stick, you know? Yeah.
2: A lot of people also are like, well, it's all about like posting several times a day and being consistent. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's definitely key. But if you're not making content that's either something that no one has ever done before or you're doing it in a better or different way than other people have done it or you get lucky, it doesn't matter if you post 20 times a day. Yeah. If you don't have one of those elements, like you're not going to be able to retain. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's all like subjective. It's like completely crazy.
1: Yeah. Consistency is important, but it's more important for the people who don't really have a perspective. Because they need to offer something, which is the consistency. But yeah. like you were saying, like if you have like a truly different perspective, or you're going about something differently, then you can be a little bit more inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. And I say this as someone who's incredibly inconsistent. <laughs> you're like inconsistent. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I remember one day when I used to live in New York that I had a really high fever and I needed a note to get out of work. It was so rude. They didn't just say, feel better, Kendall. They said, unless you want to come to your shift at the restaurant, you need to get a note from a doctor. I wandered around those streets of New York City for literally four hours with a fever trying to find a doctor. And it was impossible. And then when I finally found one, it was so expensive and he was kind of weird. So I really encourage people to use ZocDoc. It is so much better than Hoping for the best because I'll tell you, there are some interesting doctors out there. ZocDoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about tens of thousands of doctors all with verified patient reviews so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you meet in real life. Also, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. That is my favorite thing when you do not have to call a doctor's office. I hate calling anyone. It is the worst thing I could think of doing. And so I love that I can just click make appointment online. I never have to speak to anyone. It makes it so easy for me. Um, And it's easy to do on the go, okay? Okay. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. So I love the the dating rules that you post. And I'm sure I was like, last night when I was like, thinking about what to ask you I was like I feel embarrassed to talk about it because I know this was like like you've been doing this. I'm sure everyone's been asking for like two years about these dating rules and like you're yeah. like I got it okay I made this dating rules video but I just think they're so fun because they are so accessible to I think sometimes dating rules are like here's how you should be thinking about dating or here's how to manipulate someone, <laughs> here's yes. How to manipulate yeah. someone yes. but here's how to like feel here's how you should feel about yourself and there are all these dating rules that it's like well yeah if I could do all of that dating wouldn't be hard like I am like it, that's, like, so much work on myself yeah, to them. Mm-hmm. But whereas your rules are, like, have it – like, one I love is, like, have it on a Thursday. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah. such a thing you're, like, well, I can just do that. Like, I don't yeah. have to, like, work on myself to do that. I can yeah. just feel like, I'm making my date on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this specific thing. I'm going to say this specific thing. Yeah. And it's just so easy.
2: I think the thing about it for me really is a lot of the, like, rules and tips I was finding were, like, okay, like, you – in order to do this you need to spend time, energy, money, you're gonna end up feeling badly about yourself or they would really only work if you were like the perfect societal Barbie doll. I was just feeling like that's so ridiculous because at the end of the day for me, like. I always think about like, okay, we're on a floating rock, right? Like everything and nothing matters. This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to bring you joy. You're not supposed to hate your life. You're not supposed to cry in the bathroom. You're not supposed Mm -hmm. to be dying of nerves. Of course you should be a little bit of nervous, like Mm -hmm, energy. That means you care. But for me, I was like, we aren't having fun anymore. Like Mm -hmm. we're we're making people feel like shit about themselves. And then we are going into dates thinking, especially when it's like male, female, does he like me? Yeah. Did he think I was hot? Did yes. I do a good job? And it's like, did you do a good job, babe? Did he make you
0: laugh? Yeah, yeah. did you enjoy yourself? That's what I've always because whenever I talk to my straight friends or just like <laughs> any friend who's dating a man at the time, yeah, I'm always like, wow. they're like you are back flipping through this entire yes. or like it'll be like, it's date number seven, which I'm like, wow, I've already like moved in with my yeah, girlfriend you're like, on my seven. Yeah. Calls here, we <laughs> yeah, got a dog. We're exactly. like, exactly. in love. Like, it's date seven. I wanna say this in the text because like I don't want him to think I like no. care, but I'm like, that's insane. And I yeah. remember telling my friend, I was like, I feel like we've gotten into like this really the other day I was telling her this because she was dating this guy who's like an asshole. And I was like, I think we have such a like, you know, attachment styles. Like yeah. if mm-hmm. you're anxious or avoid it. And I was like, I think we're in such a it's such a hard thing to break, but it's like those two people always date each other. Yeah. And so people who are a little more like, not even anxious, but ready to be in a relationship, who really want to be in a relationship, they're constantly trying to like make themselves smaller or be like, I'm going to act avoidant. I'm going to act like I don't care. I'm going to act whatever. And then they get into these relationships with people who think that's what they're like. Yeah. And then so you have I'm explaining this so badly, but you have no, like, it's, no, you're doing a nice good <laughs> job. Yeah, you're doing a good job. You have like anxious people who are trying to act like, who feel like losers all the time and are trying to act cool, but then on the other side of it, you now have like avoidant people or even if they're not avoid- avoidant, maybe they just don't want to be in a relationship right now or they're yeah. like not really relationship people. I have I have friends like that too who are constantly like, oh, I'm such a piece of shit. I'm such a piece of shit. Oh, I'm yeah. so-. and I'm like, you're not a piece of shit. You're just like, don't want to date someone yeah, like and that's okay and yeah. those two people are just constantly like making each yes. other hate themselves yes. and i'm like just be like i always am like the on a first date you should be like i i want a serious relationship or and people are like oh that's too crazy yeah. i'm like yeah. but why because if then you you're just like communicating it out yeah you're not saying with you you're yeah. just saying i want yeah, i that's also what I'm looking just for.
2: i think we've overcomplicated things so much like mm. At the end of the day, if you're on a date with someone and you're looking to be in a relationship, you don't want something casual and you tell someone, or let's just say you're a little bit further down the line, like to give your example about overthinking the text. Yeah. Let's say you haven't heard from someone that you've been seen in like a few hours and you want to text them and you're freaking out and nervous about it. You have to remind yourself that if somebody that you're dating gets a text from you and they change their mind about how they feel about you because yeah. you texted them, That's sociopathic behavior. That's not someone you want to be with. Nobody who deserves you, who deserves your company, your time, who respects you, Mm -hmm. is gonna look at a text from you and go, "What a psych! What a crazy person! This is insane!" They're gonna say, "Oh my god, it's so good to hear from that person that I like and I want to hear from." I feel like we've overcomplicated things so much, and we make ourselves crazy and like like you said like we're back flipping through it all when realistically if you want a relationship the right person is going to get that text from you like asking for clarity Mm -hmm. and give you clarity and make you feel comfortable and you're gonna be happy yeah otherwise
1: you're just gonna weed out the wrong ones and Mm -hmm. that's what you want anyways you don't want to be with them exactly you said that your advice is like fun what is what are your like pillars like of like the advice you always return to yeah
2: i think I always say be intentionally selfish and mm. selfishly intentional and the reason i say that is because For so long, I made every decision based on what other people might want me to do or Mm -hmm. what they might think of me as or how they might perceive me. Not even like I didn't even know if that's what they wanted or if they actually perceived me that way. Yeah. And once I freed myself from that, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm making decisions for me, like my one lived experience based on like what a guy might think or what my friend might want or what my family might say. Like, what if I just freed myself? myself from that. And I think when you're being intentionally selfish, you're Mm. actually being selfless Yeah, because that level of self-care becomes community care, right? Because the people Mm -hmm. around you are going to benefit when you are choosing for you and when you're happy. And so that was like something that when I started to like make these lists, I was like, that really freaked me because I was no longer going on dates, sitting there being like, does he like my outfit that I chose because I think he might like it and like, what do I order? I was just like, I'm going to wear this outfit that I feel good in Mm -hmm. that I want to wear and when I'm on the date, I'm going to consistently be sitting there like, am I having a good time? Is this person making me laugh? Are they making me feel good? Did they say something weird that I'm like, what the fuck? Like, And then I'm going to leave the date and I'm not going to go home with them because I don't want to and if I did want to, I would and I'm going to choose everything for me and then when you end that date and you're like getting ready for the next one, you feel so good. yeah, Cause you're like, I wanted to do that. yeah. Yeah. And then that person actually falls for you. yeah. Yeah. And it's not some convoluted thing. And like, then you just know you're worth so much more. It's like a simple thing, but when you actually put it into practice, I feel like it like can transform a lot of things about your life, maybe even friendship or whatever else. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I was gonna, this is like a separate, and I'm so sorry everyone. I talk about, so I have like a problem with like alcohol. And so I was nine months sober officially, like, on the first. Congratulations. And so I was, like, giving people advice who are, like, in love with alcoholics, and Mm. there's, like, a program called, like, Al-Anon, and it's, like, for codependency, and a lot of people could not wrap their mind around. I was, like, if you're in love with someone who's an alcoholic or damaging, the best thing you can do is work on yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. and so like you just said, like, and a lot of people didn't understand how that would help people around them. Mm -hmm. But when you're truly like investing in yourself and being like intentionally selfish, like, and you're like, I don't have to take care of this person. Then other people see that and that become like that radiates throughout your friend groups. I didn't mean for it to go in that direction. But it makes so much sense. Like it applies to. Like, helping yourself truly does help the people around you. Or even
2: think about, like, think about if you were, like, ignoring the things you wanted or, like, just ignoring self-care and not taking care of yourself and making every decision based on what other people might say or think or whatever. And then imagine you're going out to dinner with a group of girlfriends. The whole entire time, you're going to be like oh my god I feel so weird like yeah. fuck this yeah. like, what are they thinking blah blah like mm-hmm. oh my god and naturally those people aren't gonna have as good of a time with yeah. you yeah. not because you're anxious we're all a little anxious and yeah. we're all a little fucked up and we <laughs> all go through things <laughs> yeah. that's not what I'm saying I'm mm-hmm. just saying that overthinking is gonna come off mm-hmm. versus when you really work on yourself you take that time you're treating yourself you like yourself yeah. you go out to dinner with your friends you're gonna be like freed from all of that you're yes. just gonna have fun and they're gonna have a better like we're all better gonna time. have a better time yeah mm-hmm. I think that's like self care is community care thing I love because yeah. Then, like it's yeah. so true,
0: yeah, it 100%. True. Yeah. I think that's so true. Do you, um, okay, I have to know I saw that you love astrology, love is that, you do like astrology. Love, okay, love, love. What are, what are your stars? Sign? What's your star sign? I'm a
2: Cancer Sun and a Cancer Moon, and then I have a Sag Rising, okay. and a Cancer Venus and Mars, so a
1: lot of
0: cancer. So you're very emotional. Wait, what about you guys? Yes, I okay, well, you go first.
1: I'm a Libra. Sun, Libra rising, and a Gemini moon. Oh my gosh, air sign. Claim. All air. And then everything else is like Scorpio or Libra. That's really fun. I'm I am wh- flimsy. I uh, like it. <laughs> flimsy. What does no, that it's, mean? It's maybe I'm superficial like, a little bit. No, oh, but uh, I'm no, indecisive, a little yeah, indecisive. Yeah, but I, I think I'm pretty agreeable.
0: That's very Libra, right?
2: Yes. Yes, harmonious, balance, peace, mm. scales. This girl, <laughs> yeah, this
0: girl. I'm Leo Sun. Fun. Mm-hmm. I'm a Scorpio Rising.
2: Do you like that song, Scorpio Rising, by Soccer Mommy?
0: I've never heard. Oh
2: that. my God, you're like the only <laughs> Scorpio Rising I've ever met. That's like I've never heard of that. I so never. now you have to go
0: listen. I feel like, I feel like I've not come into my Scorpio Rising mm-hmm. yet. Okay, and I think it's on the horizon, but yeah. I feel like I'm I like not that. like. I don't even think of myself as a Scorpio, so like I don't think about my Scorpio rising a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I'm a Taurus moon, which I Wait, really that. connect with my I love Taurus
2: homebody. Yeah, body. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's the one. I'm like, oh, I'm a ta-. like I would feel more like a Taurus. Yeah. Um, although I do feel like Leo is very much a self fulfilling prophecy, if that's the right term yes. to use. Yeah. Because I do feel like Leo. People weren't as into astrology when I was a kid. Obviously, yeah. like people didn't talk about it in school or anything. But Leo was one. People would be like, "Oh, a Leo! Yeah. You're a little performer, aren't you?" <laughs> yeah, okay, but it, like, like it checks okay. out. You're like, yeah. "Yes." And I was like in theater, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am!" So yeah. I feel like that one. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I feel like a Leo," but I'm also like, "I feel like it's because I was." That yeah. was like really talked it's about. as a Also, kid. like
2: people give Leos a bad rep, but it's not as much that they think of themselves as the sun. Like they are the they sun. Are the- Other yeah. people like that is like the sun and Leo are like this. Like yeah. When Leos walk into a room, they naturally, people naturally give them attention. It has nothing really even to do with, like, th- they're, like, posturing as, like, a Leo yeah, or, sure. like, being overconfident or cocky. It's more so just, like, what they give off. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So what star sign, like, would you be, like, you should date? Like, what yeah. What so do you think you should
2: I was talking about this recently with compatibility. People have this, like, kind of warped idea of it, mm-hmm. right? That, like, okay, do, like... A, does a cancer mix with a Sagittarius mm-hmm. or sure, whatever? Sure, sure, And for me, it's like, if you want to look at compatibility, you have to read two whole entire charts, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's really how astrology is so nuanced, right? Yeah. And, like, there are different houses that people have and different things come off in different ways in different people. And if you really want to get to the bottom of, like, are we compatible, you need to read two different charts. Yeah. But then I think that a good, like, astrologer, someone who's, like, reading two charts is going to not be, like, you're not compatible because i just feel like they wouldn't say that i think instead they would be like here are ways that you guys are super compatible here are things that are going to come easy to you two as a team and here are things that are going to be more difficult here are challenges that are going to arise. maybe you guys should work on xyz thing i feel like of course there are two there are charts out there that if you put them side by side it's like wow this is harmonious (laughs) and then there are probably some that are like wow this is you know a lot of tension but i feel like at the end of the day a good astrologer would be able to tell you how How it would be able to work out? Yeah, yeah, because
0: I have. So my girlfriend is a triple Aries. Oh my gosh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's such <laughs> amazing, crazy energy. It's it's yeah. yeah.
0: They're and they're like that. Like they are like. I feel like you can tell they're a triple they're like Aries. a little like they're chaotic. Pretty, yeah. They're not chaotic. They're but they are like they have no problem with confrontation. They have a very strong personality. That's kind personality. of nice. They, nice, and it's yeah. great for me because like they if someone like cuts us out of Costco, they're like
2: they're like excuse, excuse me,
0: yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, I'm hiding. And yeah. I'm like apologizing don't to the talk person. To me. I'm like, sorry that so I didn't Taurus. let you cut me sooner. Like, I'm yeah. like, so so it's like pushed me. And they're very much like, if I'm ranting about someone and I'm like, they said this, they're like, they can't talk to you that way. You need to call them. Right. You now. need to say you can And to them, like, Post they them, would. Block yeah. them. Yeah. And I like, but I'll hear people be like, Leo in triple Aries, like, you guys must butt heads all the time. And I'm always like, it's interesting because I think we did. We, I, It's butt heads is wrong because we're not like an argue, like, a yeah. couple but like when we first started dating we're both just people who say every emotion we feel mm-hmm. as it happens so like even when we first start, i feel like some people are like oh the first couple months no one argues because you're just like letting everything you have like rose-colored glasses yeah. on it. but we yeah. were never like that like if they said something that even kind of made me be like oh i don't like that we're both the type of people who be like i don't like that you said that yeah. so i think in the beginning we like butted heads more but now we're like we always like three years in it feels like we don't argue at all because yeah. we we just say, we like know each other now so well, like what makes each other annoyed or what Mm. we don't like. And we are very good at like, just communicating it as we go. So I feel like sometimes I'm like, I think an Aries and a Leo who maybe like, didn't have good communication skills could like, really argue all the time, but we don't have that.
1: I'm gonna say like a backpedaling a little bit to your point where like a good astrologer would not say that you two are like compatible or not unless it's like super obvious. It's like a good therapist. Yeah. where a yeah. therapist is like this will if you work at it this, this will, will help you. Yes, but like if if a therapist said to me this advice will cure you, I would be like I, that's weird. I feel exactly weird. Yeah, exactly so, but, yeah. So it's more like a a guiding sort of thing. But totally. yeah, yeah. And I think to your point about your girlfriend is a very strong personality, which I enjoy. I love polarizing people. <laughs> and, and, like, I mean, no, so do I. So yeah, do I. And so I think where, like, you guys, I mean, I fought with my partner even in the beginning. Yeah. It's not a toxic sort of insecurity fight, it's just a strong perspective. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. even like we've
0: had before, like, I, like, well, like, friends we're close with. We're not like in front of people we've just met. Yeah. Like, if we have a close friend over and Jordan, like, we'll disagree with each other. Yeah, like in front in, of people. In front of people. Oh, totally. Not about, But like you said, it's not like about personal, private relationship stuff. But I think people are surprised if like they say something about a TV show they like or something. And they're like, I thought this part was this. And I'm like, oh, really? I didn't think that part was that. I thought it was this. I think it's like whatever. And people are like, oh, they're arguing. And we always laugh because we're like, we just love like. Um, oh, sorry. I hit the mic. Yeah. We just love um, what's it called? Debating. Yeah, <laughs> we love to like yeah. debate with one another and be like, Oh no, I thought of it this this way. But I think some people can be like, Ah, yeah. that, that's too much. Yeah, know some people I mean? just don't like
2: that. But yeah. I feel like at yeah. the end of the day, you know, it always really scares me when people are like, Me and my partner have never been in an argument ever, and I'm yeah. like, Okay, good for you. But like, <laughs> what what's happening then? Yeah. Somebody yeah. is burying something, yeah. or you both are. I my boyfriend and I have never been in a screaming fight. We've never never. been in a screaming match. We've never slammed doors on each other. We don't fight like that. I'm not saying it's bad if you do. We never have. We've had disagreements and conversations that are challenging and arguments. Maybe one of us has raised their voice a little. But at the end of the day, like, if we didn't have that, what would that say about... You, there's no way you can agree with everything that comes no. out of somebody's mouth, especially as it relates to your own emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it, it makes sense if you're getting in disagreements and arguments, if you disagree yeah. on topics. Like yeah. that's what we
0: even we were saying the other day, we were like, it is nice because then when we're not arguing, it makes sound like we're arguing all, like we're even it's nonstop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the little <laughs> slivers that we're not <laughs> arguing. A few no. times a day. Yeah. <laughs> a few times a day. But like it's like when we aren't the most of the time when we're not arguing, we're like, it is nice because there's literally nothing that I have like I feel zero frustration annoyance yes. anger anything yes. because we've there's nothing there to be it's nothing's built up in any way Yes when yeah. you get comfortable with someone as well it's like
2: I have no problem saying anything to my boyfriend and yeah. I know he feels the same way about me and a lot of people are like what's your advice for like moving in with a partner and I'm like For me, now looking back on it, if I were to do it again with a different person in the future, I would just need to make sure I was at that comfort level where I could say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I didn't feel comfortable saying anything to this person and he didn't feel comfortable saying anything to me, like, I don't know if it would work. And I think sometimes people think that moving in together, I think a lot of people think that it's something that should be done for convenience, for money. Or we sleep over every night, like we should Might just well. do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like actually so much larger than that, where mm-hmm. it's like you're inhabiting a space with someone. They're almost always, you're almost always together. Yeah. Your alone time in in some ways becomes alone, like the former alone time that you had all the time, yeah. in some ways becomes time spent with them. Yeah. Or time that you're both alone, but you aren't, it's still in the same space. Yeah. I think it's just important to get on that level with someone where you could say anything or yeah. disagree. Otherwise, it's like someone is burying things. Yeah, because that's yeah. like
0: when I moved in with my partner, they love Halloween year-round. They're a big oh, they're Halloween year-round like person. Yeah. yeah. So when we moved in, they're pulling out, they're like, here's my bookend. And it was like Freddy Krueger, is that who it is? Oh.
1: Probably, yeah. It or was like Scary. It was scary. Like yeah. Scary
0: was like hiding behind a hedge with a knife. And I was like, that's the bookend? Eh? I like had like a, a flowery little, Oh. <laughs> was like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, but I feel like it, it's nice now that that was when we first moved in together but now years later I feel like I can make that will not be um, not up in our us. house just yeah. saying
2: <laughs> yeah that's not
0: happening yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad I always tell them they can, they're can. they always like oh I'll put it next to my bedside if it's something really scary they're like oh I'll put it on my bedside table because you know, like, I'm like that's your it. space but then the, their poor bedside table. The other day I was like, let's get you more of a shelf in the house because yeah. your bedside yeah. table is now just- Like it's honey. It's so filled. It's, yeah, it's yeah. so, it's, so sad. it's frightening in a way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was uh, gonna say like, when someone, this is like for me, have you noticed this? When someone is holding something in, resentment usually builds. Yeah. And you can, I feel like I can tell that immediately when they have a weird sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Around a lot of stuff yeah. Like that's when I know that someone's If you ask Like if they ask you To do something You don't do it right away Oh yeah That's sure. that urgency Or like when it's Like something trivial Yeah Like I understand If it's like 8am Their vivians just kicked in Yeah, yeah. Pick it up yeah. But yeah. like um, The weird chunks of urgency Indicates to me That there's resent building Yeah And mm-hmm. res- well, That sound weird Saying come out of my mouth Resent, resentment, Resentment. yeah, resentment building. So yeah, that's when I'd be like, "What's up?" But um, I did actually want to circle back to the book, um, just because I have a question about it. Just because I, what was your, if you told someone about your book and they were like, "Tell me about it," what would be your favorite part that you could read to them, or like that you feel like encapsulates the messages you were trying to get across? That's a really good question. Also, sorry for changing the subject, if like, no. I did.
0: No. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so it's yeah. a really good
2: question. So it's, it's 14 personal essays. It takes yeah. you through a life cycle of a relationship from, like, being single to being single again. Yeah. So it, each oh, essay has, like, a different stage. Mm-hmm. But they're all about, like, having your using your voice and using your choice. Yes. And centering yourself as you go through relationships in your life. I would say the last one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, you know... They say, kill your darlings when you write. I'm pretty sure that was like an Ernest Hemingway quote or something. And so there was a lot cut out because I I write long. And the last chapter was one that I felt like everybody was just, we were on the same page about most of it. But of course, I have editors. I have a team that's like giving me criticism and analysis and whatever. I feel like the last chapter, once I wrote it and it was out there and it was on the page, we were all like, this is the last chapter. It felt like a really beautiful kind of like stamp to the end. And Mm. it's definitely my favorite one. Um, It's very special to me. Like the last few pages are very special to me. So I would say that one, but honestly there are so many parts that I would love to like read with people or talk about with people. I love writing about my friends. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've had like some feedback that those are some of the best parts, which is interesting because there's like definitely more about dating than my friends. And I think in the future books that I'm going to write, they're going to focus less on dating. You know, this is the dating book that's coming out of this moment in time. Um, And I look forward to being able to like explore that friendship stuff more, but I really did like writing about them as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Friendships are so fascinating because mm-hmm. I feel like there's not as much like discussion about friendships, but there's such a like uh, like I saw this video the other day on TikTok that I've just been thinking a lot about where they were talking about how like in today's day and age, adult friendships have become very hard yeah. because it's kind of just become friendship is just like catching up. And like when you're a child, you're so close with people because you're doing a lot of play and a lot yeah. of like, oh, we're bored and we don't know what to do. So we're going to do this thing or we're going to like and in, like invent a secret language or are gonna do whatever and when you're an adult which i was like oh this is so true for me i feel like i have like 15 people i'm constantly like who i love very much but i'm like we got we got to meet up this month because yeah. i have to hear about xyz and then when you're done explaining that i'm gonna ask my questions and then i'm gonna explain about xyz what i've been through and then great we've checked in yeah. goodbye yeah. and like a, it was just talking about how it's so beneficial to have like time with your friends where you're just like which I always find in my roommates because you're just with them all the time. You like sure. you go to the grocery store. And yeah. We go here and we're doing things where we're not like catching up, so you have more time to like get creative mm-hmm. and mess around and do fun things. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, I wanna bring that to more of my it's, friendships.
2: It's such an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I love that point. I really feel like it doesn't it's never made sense to me that we view relationships as these things that are not infinite, they might end, and mm-hmm. we have to water them and put so much time and energy, you mm-hmm. have to go on dates, we have to you know, develop trust and communication and boundaries, and we have yeah. to talk about all of these different things, and we have to give this person enough time, and are we texting them to check mm-hmm. in, and yeah. all these things. We don't look at our friendships like that. It's mm-hmm. almost like we're raised with this idea that they'll always be infinite, they're not gonna end, yeah. people aren't gonna change in the same way that they do in a romantic relationship yeah. and cause an ending and it always just drove me insane because i was like we are not treating our friendships like we treat our romantic relationships and we need to be doing more of that like Mm -hmm. almost we need to be switching it because our romantic relationships we put so much pressure on Mm -hmm. we overhype the early stages way too much and then our friendships kind of just take this weird back burner especially in adult life and i think Part of it also comes with like i'm 25 and i know people who are engaged i know people who are getting married i know mm-hmm. people who are, are moving in with their partners i know people who are single who never want kids i know yeah. people who are freelancing who are just getting started with their careers mm-hmm. i know people who are moving up in their careers and like making i know people in like every phase yeah and it makes it really hard and like that wasn't something that i felt like we prepared especially like, college-aged people for enough yeah, yeah.
1: no yeah. exactly i am crap i just blanked Okay. No, but it's yeah, okay. you're right. I um unfortunate well, I mean, I was like a military brat, so I moved like every mm. two years. So unfortunately I do have this thought on like friendships that they are going to come to an end. Yeah. But that's like something I need to unlearn in therapy. Like that I'm not moving constantly. Yeah. And that the internet and phone exists.
0: <laughs> but, so it's
1: uh, so it's, it's crazy to think about. But yeah, I feel like the people work so hard and I this is me as well. Work so hard in therapy on how to like perfect or their intimate relationships mm-hmm. but when it comes to friendships like we kind of slack a little bit yes like um and I don't want to speak ill of the straight people listening but like <laughs> when I have a a friend who maybe has like a crappy guy partner yeah she'll give him so much grace or like so much understanding yes if I mess this. up with her it's like no- mm-hmm You know, yes. You this is
2: definitely patriarchy, yeah. right? Like this is one hundred percent patriarchy. It's de- it's all who holds the power. Like it's yeah. such bullshit. It's yeah. not even like those straight women's total fault. Yeah. But it's like a behavior that we can unlearn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like actually nuts. And I always like I think about this too with family members. Yeah, we let a lot of stuff go with family members because mm-hmm. we're like we're we're related yeah. to them, but. Oh my god if a friend did that to you you would be like i'm never going to do that oh, yeah or you yeah. would set a boundary you would have a conversation it's yeah. so interesting that all these like friendships family and then romantic relationships and even our relationship to ourselves we just view them all so differently and give them different levels of, like, care and attention. Yeah. It's always crazy to me, like, I've really been thinking about that kind of stuff so much. But you're totally right. It's like, you'll see that friend giving this male partner so much grace when he does terrible things. Yeah. And we know why she's doing it, but that doesn't make it okay. And it's, like, this thing that, like, really needs to be unlearned. And we really, especially female friendships and, like, femme friendships, I feel like need be prioritized so much more.
0: Because, too, I think, like, sometimes... With like that type of a straight man <laughs> being like <laughs> so guy. terrible. Because yeah. obviously yeah. there's like good straight men, but whatever. Yeah. I Why do I always become an apologist? I'm always like don't apologize. This is this... not as if a single straight man listens to this no. podcast. As if they're <laughs> gonna come up in arms like they're yeah. yeah. done. <laughs> but like it, like so I think sometimes bad straight men and then also like family members can fall under this umbrella where it's like there's so much wrong that it like you can't be as hard on them because it's like with my girlfriend. I can be more, not nitpicky in a bad way, but I can be like, you spoke to me this way and it just kind of made me feel this way, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Whereas like, I was watching Love Is Blind the other day. Mm-hmm. This guy is like 29, he's like a full time something. He has yeah. a job, he has money, whatever. This, he's engaged, to. do you watch Love Is Blind? I don't, but I know, like, I know the it's vibes. It's insane. Yeah. She comes in and he has like plastic, he doesn't have plates or cups, he has plastic plates and then he has red solo cups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm for his silverware, like he doesn't Uh have any silverware. It's not happening. And she was like, this is crazy. Like she wasn't mad, but she was like, this is crazy. Like this is very immature and like insane. You're almost 30, like this is nuts. And he kind of was like, you're judging me. And I'm like, yeah, if you're... First of all, that says so many things. It's like, first of all, that's like bad for the environment. Like, why do you... It shows like you're lazy. Like, yeah. you literally are just too lazy to yeah. clean no, your dishes. No, it's embarrassing. It's giving embarrassing. It's yeah. like college. I'm like, you're like in yeah. a frat. Like, that yes. is insane. There's only one of you can't wash the dishes. It's like nuts. Um, and she was like... And anyways, I'm just like, if you're starting at that, like, there's so much weaponized incompetence in yep. men, but I think yep. sometimes family members too, where it's like, well... Like, I'm really lucky. I feel like my mom is great with emotions. But, like, I have some friends who are like, well, you can't really say anything to my mom because she'll start, like, screaming and crying. It's <laughs> <Yeah, she's laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right. It's like, yeah. okay. So, if like, we're starting with that. Like, like the amount you- I can yeah. accept from you is, like, I'm already having to bend so much to you. Yes. Like, if you can't even get plates, oh, how can I complain to you about, like, this thing with, like, a friend who I've chosen? yeah. I can be like well you're aware so I'm just like stop dating men who are incompetent yeah Yeah. I think it's
2: this crazy thing too I was recently talking about this with someone where I feel like men in their 20s fit into like two buckets straight men cis men the first one is like they can't get over the frat boy days and it's like that guy Yeah. and the second one is like hustle wolf of wall street need to get to the next thing need to get to the next thing Mm -hmm. and then there are like the normal ones in the middle that feel (laughs) probably shitty about themselves and again this is like definitely a a thing of the patriarchy like that's affecting them in ways that they won't even like believe or understand or like agree that it's happening to them but the nice ones in the middle they have nowhere to go if they don't want to be this dude and they don't want to be this dude and both these dudes are on polar ends and they both suck and it's like the middle it's like what do they do i feel like there's like so many ways women get fit into boxes, and it's like much more pervasive and like much more legitimate than sure. that. But that's happening too in your twenties. Sure. It's like so crazy, and like yeah. that's a perfect example. Like that guy's a perfect example. Cause it's like, he's what the nice. Fuck?
0: Like he was nice. He. But it's just like what are you doing? unacceptable. No, it's like, unacceptable. Like you're thirty. What are you like, doing? Are like, you why doing? do you have red Solo cups as cups? And then she was like, she was like, so when you have like girls over and you make them dinner, what do you do? was like, like wine? I serve them in this, and they were like, and and he goes. And they've never, they don't care. And I was like, yes, they, care. they do. They and went home I to like, their
2: friend and they were like, yeah, yeah it, it was, was really yeah. fucking <laughs> weird. He poured me wine in a red Solo cup and he's 30 years old.
0: Yeah. Because it's like you, and I think like you see this so much with like, I always think about my, my dad had some weaponized incompetence happening and he like was very much like when it came to like Christmas presents, he's just like, what do I buy my, what does a yeah. wife want? And like, or you'll see, I was ranting to my girlfriend about this the other day. Cause you know, the boo baskets on TikTok. Yeah. Everyone's being like, if you're a boyfriend, get your girlfriend a boo basket. Uh-huh. I am watching these videos be made by women. Women have taken time out of their day to make this video and it's like a an, a graphic that'll be like, here's what to put in your girlfriend's boo basket. And I'm like, why, why are, are you, you making this? This? Yeah. this is not hard. Go to Target and pick out things that have pumpkins on them and then you'll see these men who are like, Oh, I haven't my girlfriend for six years. I got her some nails because, I don't know, girls like nails. I'm like, you don't know a single thing your girlfriend likes. likes? Yeah. Like, that is crazy. And so then they're being rewarded. It's like, I bring my girlfriend little treats all the time. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think, like, a lot of people in relationships do this. And I was just saying, I'm like, how easy would it be to be a man, a straight man who has, like, there's just no standards. Where it's like, you can be kind of a, an idiot all the time but all you have to do is bring a basket of stuff you bought from Target and your girlfriend in their head is like, oh, thank God. Okay, my boyfriend's good. Like, I have a good yeah. boyfriend. It's like, no, it's no, fine. It's He's crazy. fine. Yeah. It's
2: crazy. Like, somebody recently said in my DMs, she was like, I really want flowers from my yeah. boyfriend, and I've asked for them, and he won't do it. And I was like, okay, this might be severe. I hate putting things in writing because you can never explain nuance sure, or tone. Sure. Like, I, I love doing my ask anythings on Instagram, but sometimes it can be tough. So I, I prefaced it by, like, this might be a severe thing to say, but, like, this is what I'm going to say – if you want flowers and that means something to you because it means something to me. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend would always get me flowers on special days. But once I was like, sometimes it would be nice if you just showed up with them. He does it all the time now, right? Because I asked for that because he didn't know that's something I wanted because he's not a mind reader, bless his heart. And so I I asked for that and now he does it all the time, right? And I get to feel special and I get to watch him walk through our door with flowers that he picked up on the way home from work. It's so easy. He knows he's making me happy, done. This girl, I was like, if you've asked for something something that small and yet yeah, society is going to make you feel like that's ridiculous to ask for no. it's not whatever yeah. are your wants and needs they should be met yeah. And you'll find someone that'll meet them, but I don't think it's this person because if you've said so many times, yeah. I just want you to bring me flowers and he can't do that for you, yeah. Yeah. think about what he's not willing to do for you in a more in a bigger yeah. sense. Yeah. Think about if you had a kid with him and, and the things he's not gonna be willing yeah. to do in the yeah. future for you and that child. Mm-hmm. Because this is just showing me that he cannot on his way home from work stop at a fucking Trader Joe's and spe- yes. spend $4. They don't even need to be cute. Like, yeah. that would be great, but like, it just, melted. it's a gesture. It's yeah. the gesture. It's the thought. And I was really like, I would probably break up with that person. Yeah. I would probably maybe do an ultimatum, which I'm not above. <laughs> go on yeah, on the I would ultimatum. maybe. ultimatum. <laughs> I would go on the ultimatum. I would maybe be like, it's kind of proving to me that when I request something, you Mm -hmm. either don't respect those or don't care. Yeah, Because I've told you how much this would mean to me, and you simply don't care. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing you could say to prove to me that you care. And if you don't start doing it, I really am gonna reconsider because this shows me that you don't care. And I think it's like little things like that. It's like, if she asks for flowers, put a reminder in your phone. Your phone can
1: literally remind, bring Jess flowers or whatever her name is, bring her fucking flowers, it's so easy. This is the, we had another episode, I can't think of this word or term. We judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their actions. So a lot of shitty men, they think I, I intended to get you flowers, but I didn't. So that's equal in their mind as Doing to it. getting yeah. some flowers. No. And I sorry, I was trying to look up because that's a self-awareness thing, but it's a term, you know? Yeah. And so that's where a lot of like these
0: things I, happen. I yeah. just
1: I don't even feel apologetic for men. I just I, I hate them. You were starting to describe yeah. them and I was getting so yeah, pissed. Yeah, you were like, no. I, just, started,
2: I started to no, describe them. But it man. really said,
1: it really is insane to yeah. me. I'm yeah. like, I don't
2: know how. Like and I bet mm. you that girl does everything
0: for him I, I bet know. You she's the best and mm. and so I
2: was literally like leave him I don't even give a fuck leave well, him yeah.
0: honestly my because I used to be very anxious like very very anxious and like and I now feel very I feel very secure but I've had like years of therapy yeah but I um what was I gonna say I fully lost my thought one anxious second, flowers coming men. flowers <laughs> Oh, once I remember reading I think the thing that like changed my entire dating life like mm-hmm. everything fully changed was when it was like you feeling sparks is like anxiety it's like not the spark you like feeling anything like it doesn't mean anything it means you're anxious you shouldn't feel anxious like obviously cute nerves like before my first date with my girlfriend i was so nervous and like i was like "Ah!" yeah but i wasn't like i'm gonna throw up and i wasn't like waiting by my phone all day being like oh god this is terrible which is how i had been for years and i dated so Mm -hmm. many people didn't like me and i was like something just like i basically broke up with the girlfriend i had and was like i'm not gonna date until i like figure out until I'm dating someone that's just so different because I can't be dating the same person over and over again it's just so bad but I think I now view relationships so much more like technical almost Mm -hmm. where people be like well how you and your girlfriend been together three years like what how like what did you what how did you know they were like the one and I'm like we are best friends we get along we make sure they laugh we all of that stuff but I'm like I think the things that keep us together honestly is like we want the same things. We have the same morals. Like, we think about things the same way. Absolutely. We put in, we Mm -hmm. want the same future. Yeah. And that is, like, what keeps us on the same track. We, like, are compatible. Like, it's truly a compatibility, not a, like... Every day I wake up and I look at them and I'm like, how? Do, you know? Yeah. Oh my god! The I'm so love in love. Of my yeah. life. And it's like I am some days, but also there's some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, Ugh, you're, pissing you're me here. off. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm I never, totally like, feel that. We, but I always feel the same. I always feel the same amount of like I love you because it's all just based in like a. So I think sometimes I'm like. For me, the best way to date is just be like, it's not that special. Yeah. Like, break up with your boyfriend because, like, you can find someone identical to him, but who's Who wants better. to bring yeah. the flowers.
2: And to your point about the spark, like, think about it. We just met, right? Mm-hmm. And if you guys were like, let's get dinner, and that was, like, uh, technically our first date, yeah. I wouldn't be nervous. Maybe yeah. I would be a little bit, like, I get social anxiety, I'm like, sure oh, damn, said. new people, dinner, yeah. sitting, eating. But I wouldn't be nervous because there's no pressure. We're just seeing if we would all get along as friends, if we yeah. want to keep in touch. How is a first date different? Yeah. There is no pressure. There is no way after two hours to know if someone is the love of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna even end up dating someone, there is no way to know anything about yeah. them. And if I went out to dinner with you guys and that was the first two hours we'd spend together, I would not call my mom and be like, they're gonna be my bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah. I asked yeah. them to be my maid of honor. Yeah. like I would never do that. And
0: Okay, kind of like, rude, because I did just text my like, mom. Like, 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 I yeah, just met my maid of honor. I like, like, literally like, fit her for the dress <laughs> sitting right here.
2: No, it's like, I. you would never feel that way yeah. about mm-hmm. someone you just just met and we put this like different pressure that it's like we need to feel a spark and I'm like there yeah. isn't a such thing yeah and when you're continuously going to dates feeling nervous it's because that person is making you feel anxious yeah. yeah it's because and I I don't love when people are like if he likes you you're gonna know or if they like you you're gonna know because sometimes yeah. you don't people get yeah. nervous and anxious yeah. and whatever but I do think at the end of the day, if the person likes you and wants to be with you, they're going to make an effort. They're going yeah. to act in a way that you'll know. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be questioning it, really. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to feel like, oh, my God, are they going to text me? Are they going to text me yeah. back? They're just going to text yeah. back. Or you or won't
0: feel – or they, like, are busy. But yeah, you text you, twice and you don't feel like, should I send Oh, my God, should I text? send it? Like, yes. is it too much? It's, yes. like, not – especially because I um, – I forgot what I was going to say again. Never mind. It was it was there, and I really started. <laughs> yeah, I came in yeah. strong, and then no, I was like, I don't <laughs> know. You're
2: totally right. You're not yeah. going to have that. Like, should I send yeah. the second text? I remember, like, when I learned that lesson, I was, like, 19. Mm. I was in this relationship, and we were, like, always texting. And I don't yeah. really do that anymore, but 19, like, that's what you do. Yeah. And we hadn't, like, officially started dating, but, like, we were always texting. And one day for, like, six hours, he didn't respond, and I was, like, freaking out. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, Eli, like if you wanna be with this person, they're not gonna think it's weird if you just follow up. So I yeah. I said like, hope you have a great day. And he immediately responded and was like, oh my God, I was wondering why I didn't hear from you. I got distracted when I was sending you that message. I forgot to hit send. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I had this like sigh of relief where I was like, damn, the right person, the person that respects you, that wants to like know mm-hmm. more about you, they're never gonna just yeah. go on ghosting rampages and not apologize or not mm-hmm. say, hey, was super busy. Or when people are like, I can't tell if he's just studying for the LSAT or if he's ghosting me, I'm like, Everyone has enough time to take their phone out of their pocket. Hey, going to be a crazy week with studying for the LSAT. But when it's all over, we'd love to take you to dinner on Saturday night. Sorry, you're not going to hear from me a lot. If someone likes you, they're going to do that. They're going to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's even not like, I don't think everyone expresses their love in the same way. So I think sometimes it can be like, I think sometimes people can be like, well, okay, I'm not a person who's like. A texter. A a texter. I'm not a gift giver. I'm not a blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, totally. But like, even with the flowers thing, it's like yeah, but if I've literally said to you, "This is what important i need. important, this me. is important to me. Like you because even like when my girlfriend started dating, I was very much. Words of affirmation, mm-hmm. which I think has shifted now as I've gotten a little more secure. I'm much more like acts of service because yeah. I'm like, please yeah. do the dishes. Do I know you love me. Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. I just want you to do the dishes. Yeah. But like, I was super words of affirmation y and I would also give that. And they were very acts of service. So I would send these like long paragraphs, you know, when we were really yeah. like, first started dating, and just think, like, I just have been thinking about you all day and I'm just obsessed with you and you're so pretty and whatever. And it's like, I wouldn't do that now because I'm like, it doesn't like make them feel. Really, well, they're like, not. Whatever. Yeah. But also, they're
2: not reciprocating it because that's not how they show you love, and you're like, yes. "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. I think that's also a differentiation that you just need to like know about when you are more secure, like finding out someone's love language. Yeah. yeah.
0: But but then it's like if I was like, "This really means a lot yes. to me," if you would like ever so often try to do this, they would rise to the. They occasion. would like right. They would do that. So I think sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, you can be like just being a piece of shit is not a love language." So if you're not doing, sometimes they're like, "Well, I just don't express love that way." I'll hear people talk about their boyfriends. Yeah. I'm like. What way is he expressing love? Yeah, like, how is he doing it
2: then? Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's such a And it'll be things like, well,
0: I work. I'm like, okay, well, you would have worked even if you didn't have a a, a Uh, wife. So so what is the love? How is that? for That's so, like, financially manipulative. That's, like, so bizarre. It's so
1: bizarre. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like, worrying about if someone's going to text you or, like, thinking that the third text will send them over the edge. Like, I mean, and I don't, I mean... It's, like you, it's all, like, f- like based in, like, how you were raised. Whether, mm-hmm. like, you're hypervigilant, you know, you're, like, will this, In it, me- it unfortunately means, like, some time in your childhood or growing up, you felt totally invalidated, or, like, all of your actions were, like, people poured over them, or maybe your parents were super critical. Yeah. And yeah. that really is unfortunate. So, like, <laughs> going way <Sad>. back. <laughs> no, but, like, you were saying, like, if you work on yourself, it starts to, it, like, go into every sort of part Absolutely. of your... So, like, if you start to... Like, the actionable, I guess. Like, you go to your therapist, you start working on yourself, not even for the att- intention of, you know, getting in a relationship. You start to validate yourself. And this is a hard lesson to learn because of main character syndrome. We are truly not that special. Mm-hmm. It, well, like, no one...
0: Well, I'm a Leo. So. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> but I'm the sun, you so. are.
1: In moderation, like no one is truly like going over all of our flaws. One hundred percent. And no. if they are, that is actually a really problematic mental illness. They're not okay. <laughs> no, they're not they're, okay. If I, I can't, even at my. Sorry guys, at my drunkest <laughs> and I was pissed. I would not pick someone apart. Absolutely not. Right? So yeah. if they are doing that and you're like, "Oh, they're doing that. They are not well." They're not so, well and you don't want to yeah. be with that person. Yeah. So work on yourself and that will not only start to affect your relationships and like, you know, the advice becomes easier to like digest of like yeah. I can just send a follow-up text you know because i do this i want want to and i'm valid and i'm normal and they're they seem normal so yeah it's hard because like i
0: was very anxious but i would always tell my therapist years ago i was like it's so hard to be anxious because sometimes people like my intrusive thought is like oh they're not texting me back and for two hours so they're definitely going to break up with me for sure Uh but i was like it's hard because sometimes that is true like sometimes everyone else is also like Everyone else is not like a clean slate and you're, they're everyone's operating in a perfect way. So it's yeah. like sometimes people will do things where you're like, that's exactly what I thought they were going to do. And then
2: confirms that yeah, interest Yeah, and then just confirmed thought. by
0: anxiety. So now it's like, well, but if you just work on yourself, you're like, well, it doesn't really matter what they do because I know it's fine to send Exactly. Yeah.
2: I also think it's like there was this idea. There's this idea that you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. And yeah. I really think it's a bit of bullshit because the idea of falling in love, you're falling. You don't even have <laughs> control over it. It's called yeah. falling in love. Yeah. To do that for yourself is much harder because it suggests that you trust your gut instincts. It Mm -hmm. suggests that you actually like who you are. It's so hard. I prefer like respect yourself before Mm -hmm. you love someone else because I don't love myself every single day. That doesn't make any sense. Nobody does. The person on the other end of that text message or dinner table, wherever you are, they don't love themselves every day. I strive to just respect myself Mm -hmm. and like myself. I love that. And then that way I can be like, you know what? I can send that text because I want to and if they're gonna break up with me they're gonna break up with me and that's not the right person for me this is just you know rejection redirection the universe is guiding me towards someone who is so it's a win-win that kind of thing I didn't have that ability when I was first of all when I was on the love yourself journey which is like you know instagram infographic (laughs) self-love girlie who's like literally Hailey bieber and i'm like why am i watching this it doesn't make me feel good you know when i was on that it wasn't working when i hated myself it wasn't Mm -hmm. working but then when i just respected myself a little bit i was like okay like exactly what you guys
1: are saying i can send the text it's gonna be fine
0: yeah because self-love too sorry go ahead i would
1: this is like not the right word but it almost feels like ableist against yourself to say that i need to be perfect mentally for someone to love me. Absolutely. You know, Or to
0: be healthy in a relationship. Yeah, to, I, you know. I need
1: to be completely healthy. Like, as we would never say, someone needs to be f- completely physically, physically healthy. healthy to be loved. 100%. And so, and then also I, I think about like, you don't, you, to love yourself, uh, you can't be loved by anyone else unless you love yourself. That's not true. And also like, think about the books that you wanna read or like the people you follow online are books you want to read, you want a flawed main character, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't like it would be so boring to read a book where someone's like perfect physically, mentally. It's like, where's the spice, you know, so so, I mean, it doesn't mean be totally (laughs) mentally adrift, um, but like it, you know, I know what you're saying, but also
0: it's ever changing. Yeah, never like I and I think sometimes you'll see people will be in like a 10 year relationship and then they break up with the person and they're like, I was not in a good way, or like they've been, and it's like, yeah, because when you started dating, maybe you were in a good way, but you will go through bad phases in your life over and over and over again. Yeah. It's like, the things I hate about myself now are not the things I hated about myself four years ago. Totally. And no. when I, you know, and they are always changing, and there will be new things, and things I didn't even think I could hate about myself yeah. that I will find, I'm sure, yeah. and things that I hate about myself now, but we're gonna love in five years, and it, oh my God, sorry, I'm really hitting this mic today. You're so passionate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, uh, yeah. moving yeah, my hands. <laughs> I'm doing the really like, I always Beatrical. make fun of actors' roundtables. Like, they'll be talking oh, about yeah. something really normal. They'll be like, uh, Yeah, I just, uh, I got the script, but they're always yeah, like, they're like, they're like, I got the yeah. script and I like, I just like read it and I like felt. But it's like so yeah. intense. It's and so I'm, like, intense. It's yeah. Hand movements don't change what you're saying.
1: Um, but what was I, what was well, I? Saying? I was also going oh, yeah. yeah. um, to say that to be if you think of yourself I have to be perfect in order to be loved means you probably have like black and white thinking Mm -hmm. like if you're like I'm not perfect that means I'm a bad person Mm -hmm. and then you yourself are like no bad people don't deserve to be loved then of course if you've internalized that then that's gonna come out everywhere. So as soon as you can see it, like secure people are not perfect, they're just comfortable being neutral. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you gotta get yourself, instead of I wanna be a good person, or I'm gonna be a bad person, get yourself in the neutral, you know? And then drift to a stop, (laughs) but
0: um, yes. (laughs) What's like your red flag, that if like your friend comes and tells you about a date, you're like, never, no, no questions asked, that's bad, no, bye. Besides, I guess, like, someone okay. being like, I hate you and yeah. you're ugly. I was going to say, like, besides, <laughs> yeah.
2: like, complete bigotry sure. and all yeah. that, right? Like, none of that. That's not going to happen. I would say my number one red flag, and this is a bit hard to spot, but it's very common, mm-hmm. is when people don't express interest in differences oh, between yeah. the two of you. So, like, oh, I, like... I'm a theater girly, right? Like, and that's mostly the girls gays and they, like, let's be yeah. honest. Like yeah. there's always like the token straight, but like, yeah, it's a small number of people. Yeah. So when I'm going on a date with like a straight cis men, it's likely that he probably doesn't like, mm. he's not like a theater man. Mm. I pr- I'm not even no. into like theatrical acting men. That's never really been like my forte that yeah. much. So I think like, If I started to talk about how much I love Broadway and how important it was to me and is to me in musical theater and the person was like totally checked out or didn't give a fuck or didn't ask questions or didn't give eye contact, I would be like, that's a red flag. And it's a little bit tougher to spot because sometimes you're like, well, they might just not be interested in that. And I'm like, well, I don't care about football but if somebody is across Mm -hmm. the table telling me how passionate they are about it I'm gonna listen I like to learn and
0: ask questions and frankly
2: I like when people are passionate about something and even if it is football that's interesting or if it's like some historical thing or if it's finance I literally couldn't give less of a fuck about numbers and math but if someone is passionate and it's coming out yeah and that's like a difference between us my interest in that would be a green flag because it shows. You know, like, I'm always looking for that interest back to me or just, like, this idea that, okay, if we did spend some more time together, that person would want to come see a show with me and they wouldn't make unfair and unkind comments about theater or musical theater. And they would, you know, learn up on it a little bit because they want to be together you know. I think that if my friend came to me and was like yeah it was fine until I started talking about like you know my sewing machine and like how I'm obsessed with like making like crocheting (laughs) and he just like kind of checked out and didn't care and didn't ask any questions and I'm like well that's your favorite thing to do yeah like even if he's literally never cared about fashion a day in his life Mm -hmm. like if you like to make your own clothes and like you're into fashion and like you're into style then like it would have been nice if he asked you some questions yeah. or they asked you some questions or she asked you some questions and yeah. they just, like, paid attention to you. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, a red flag is yeah. when the disinterest and differences.
1: I think as, I totally agree. As someone who's uh, used to be avoidant more secure, I love when someone – I'm very attracted to women who are, like, very passionate about something. Mm-hmm. It means also I'm not going to take up a lot of their time, you know, because they have something else to do. Yeah. But I think that's, like, the one thing – it's crazy how men – and people who are not men differ, like, in what is considered attractive, because, like, it's almost, like, the opposite, like, as you, older women, as a lesbian, are more attractive, body hair is perfectly attractive, people who are interested and in out, like, interesting and outspoken, more attractive in, like, the lesbian realm, yeah. and it's crazy to see the, the differences, and, like, what men will see, like, a passionate woman and be like, this is a nuisance. Like, you know, no, yes. I'm like, this is this is a woman that we write books about. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. This is Jane Eyre. Yeah, like, this God. is fucking
2: like <laughs> Joe March. Yeah. Like I think that it's also I totally agree with that, like, 1,000%. And I don't go on a first date, and I'm not, like, so I spent 1,000 hours watching theater YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Like, we all give, like, I give Eli light. Like, we're all going to give light, you know what I mean? Because then what, like, what is there to get to know about someone if you're just, like, here you go? Yeah, But I'm not going to, like, pretend like I am not a theater kid I'm not gonna pretend like my fucking Spotify wrapped isn't like Glee cast Ben Platt like (laughs) I'm not gonna pretend that because why the fuck Mm -hmm. and I'm looking for someone who's gonna see that and be like okay so I've never ever listened to Glee cast but like what's your favorite episode of Glee why do you like it right like and you're so right like women and like non-men are so much more like interested in doing that kind of yeah. stuff yeah. but i think there are men out there that are gonna do that and it, and it is a really big red flag to me if you're like writing off riding off that behavior being like well you know like i just think he doesn't yeah. he doesn't really like you know whatever it is yeah women <laughs> women's tennis and i'm like no like he needs yeah. to be interested yeah. in that shit like or else that's not fair to you yeah do you ever feel like
0: having dated men it's like a case study. We're, like, we're like, this is so <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, do you feel? Because I was saying this a while ago on the podcast, but my girlfriend and I were talking about how, like, sometimes, well, we feel like with some men who are misogynistic, it's like they don't. Those men don't like women, but they still have to date and marry women. I guess mm. I don't have to, but like, they are still like, oh, I'm attracted to mm. women, mm. but I don't respect mm. like or enjoy spending time with women because mm-hmm. they yeah. are misogynistic. But they still have to. And so they know all the things they're supposed to do. Like, they're like, oh, I'm supposed to, like, pull the chair out. And I'm supposed yeah. to, like, go on these dates. But it becomes, like, a really difficult marriage because it's, like, they really don't want to spend time. 100%. It's, like, they even, yeah. like,
2: love them, but they don't like them. No, this is something that I think about all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Is the fact that, like, I never had male friends that weren't gay. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a lot of gay male friends. I have a lot of, like, I non-binary friends, but no, like, cis male, like, that's not happening in my life, right? Like, (laughs) uh, so, but then, like, my life partner is going to be that person. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that I love so much about my boyfriend is that he likes to be friends with women he loves to talk to women yeah. he loves my friends he loves he's like down to go out to dinner with like me my best friend and just him or yeah. like you know whatever and I think like it helps that like he did do theater growing up so yeah. he was around a lot of women as yeah. friends yeah and I think it's like kind of another thing like okay yeah your boyfriend doesn't need to have had female friendships I'm not like saying like if he's never had a if he if he has like no friends that are girls it's a red flag but i i think it's kind of interesting that men are expected to make their life partner someone that they've never really gotten yeah. to know any women in that way other than maybe their mom mm-hmm. yeah. they
0: are lucky to have her around like i and then there it is that's how it and then yeah. they're like i only have my mommy and then my yeah. new mommy. and then it becomes a problem <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and i think that that's one thing
2: that like i never really thought about that much mm-hmm. like these men are going to make life partners out of people that they don't even understand at all. It was just helpful. And I think it's helpful when guys have sisters, but not even really, because it's like the sibling thing is different. Yeah, I think it was just, it's just helpful that my boyfriend, like he likes women as friends. He likes women as people to talk to. He likes women like in general, but it's never a thing of like, oh, it's the female friend is like crouching in on our relationship. It's not like that. Well,
0: because unless you went to an all boys boarding school, I'm like, It is weird that, like, if you don't have any female friends... Like, what are you doing? It is like, okay, so then you are kind of like no like that's yeah. wild yeah. to me like that how do you not have any more? friends or you put friends? yourself in
2: a spaces that you couldn't meet them right like yeah. the straight male friends I do have are all from theater mm-hmm. um, and that's just like how that cookie all like, three of like you know like all, all two and a half <laughs> yes. of them no, they <laughs> are. every time I say like I have no straight male friends some of my straight male friends like from theater will slide in and be like I'm a ghost and yeah. i like yeah. kind of in the grand scheme of things <laughs> yeah. but it's like ultimately like did you not put yourself in spaces where there were like any femme people mm-hmm. like yeah. any like yeah what are you doing like i just or like okay fine maybe you didn't or maybe you went to the all-boys whatever yeah but now are you do you like women like are you do you like to talk to them do you like to hang out with them or is it like this begrudging thing of like oh i wish i was with the boys tonight and i think it goes back to the frat boy man wolf of wall street man and the dudes in the middle it's like i think the dudes in the middle are the ones that actually like women Yeah. yeah but what we're really seeing is the loud frat boys and the loud wolf of wall street for lack of a better
0: phrase and it's like very polarizing because we were talking about it because i was like my girlfriend and I were laughing at the you know that's like a trope of these men who go play golf all the time yes and we were like what is this like this is crazy where they're like my husband when he wants to play golf with the boys on our five-year wedding anniversary i'm like that's crazy and i I was like it's so bizarre because i feel like my girlfriend and i actually are pretty like live pretty separate like yeah. When we're working, we're working. Like, we yeah. see each other in the morning and we always hang out at night And unless we're hanging out with friends. But, like, during our work day, we're not really texting. We're not really – we're just kind of, like, unless it's updates, like, you need to take the dog to the vet or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, but I always want to, like, see or spend time with you. Or, like, most yeah. of the time if, like, I even go on a work trip or doing something fun, I'm like, oh, it would be more fun if you were there. Like, I wish you were there. It would yeah. be so fun. Yeah. And when we we go out with each other's friends and we're like, oh, you should invite – our friends like, you should invite them because it's fun. You know, like, we just, like, all yeah. enjoy each other. And I'm like, I do think there's these people who they're like, just trying to golf all the time because golf is so just long add, because they're the like, house. I don't want to spend time
1: with yeah, you. Yeah. I, it's nuts. Oh, my God. I Golfers, surfers, cyclists, long distance runners. Love if you can do any of that in moderation. But when a man is super into uh, outdoorsy sport uh, and they have like a wife and kids, I'm like, you're doing that under the guise of like health and wellness but I know it's to get away from your family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if you run a marathon Like fishing or I'm Fishing is yeah. such golf is the biggest. Yeah. If if you run marathons that is incredible but like again the it's always leaving on a Saturday or like leaving when your wife is free and it's like and it's acceptable because it's your health you know. Yeah. I'm like take your wife out surfing too. Or even, like man, yeah. a man or cave. Golfing.
0: Like women don't have women caves. It's like a man cave so I can get out like the whole so you premise get away. of can he right. was like, so I can get away from my fucking it's wife. So it's so like,
2: crazy. It's like, what? do you like this person at all? Yeah. yeah. No, and wild. it's like, the golf thing is nuts to me. And like, it's funny, my boyfriend, like he doesn't really golf, but he has a job where like golfing will sometimes come in Yeah, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. Not because I want to get away from him, but I'm like, go have fun, you yeah. like, do that. And I'm like, and then I can just like have the house to myself. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Like yeah. that's I think what you need to look for. Like when the women are like mm-hmm. actively encouraging it yeah. or number two, when he asks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just find that to be like, hey, would you mind if I went and golfed this weekend? It'll just be a few hours on this day and we can still have our date night on Saturday. What, like, whatever happened to that? What's with the, like, I'm going golfing all day, period, end of story? Like, Don't try to control me. I'm not saying that, like, people need to, like, get permission from their partners to do, like, leisure activities but when it's something like you're describing when it's pretty constant and it's like the method to getting away yeah and the whole thing is like oh i'm away from the wife i'm away from the girlfriend i'm away from yeah. the kids whatever yeah. it is it's like whatever happened it is asking her if like that's gonna work for her yeah, yeah. and if it's not then you guys can have a conversation about it like that yeah. just shows again respect
0: yeah 100 mm-hmm.
1: and the crazy thing is Is like, you know how you were talking about, uh, like, we were talking way early on, like, uh, women who are maybe anxiously attached or something like that, or it's, like, internalized misogyny. At the end of the day, I don't even blame women for anything, you know? It's always the dude. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw
0: that out there. It's wild when I came out, like, I had more male friends, and when I came out as gay, I feel like a lot of, it's so, and I've heard other lesbians talk about this, too, where it's, like, guy friends that you're, like, we are not anything oh, like yeah i don't like them they don't like me there is not it's only platonic and then you come out as gay and they kind of are like goodbye and you're like i'm sorry did you think we were gonna have sex because that's crazy like yeah. oh. and so i always wonder i'm like for people who are not lesbians who don't get to be like i'm gay you have absolutely no chance like are there some people who are like i have these five guy friends who we are just like they're like my brothers yeah and if you were to be like Up front, we will never have sex.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If they would kind of, like,
0: run
2: away. I totally wonder about that, too. Again, I don't have a lot of, like, straight male friends. My boyfriend's friends are, like, straight male friends of mine. But that, again, is completely, like, negates that whole thing. Like, they know they're not going to sleep with me, right? right? Like, there's no shot. Like, this is, like, a serious relationship. And those guys to me are, like, kind of like brothers for that reason. Because you're like, Like, you know. My boyfriend's best friend, (laughs) like, I will literally be on the phone with him. Like, he's, like, a part of my life. He's someone I love. Yeah. But it's, like, that is likely also because like we're able to have a relationship that close and intimate because there's no shot there's no anything there can't be
1: there's not yeah Yeah. I think it's interesting that that's definitely like something to think about Yeah. yeah I was gonna say so like I originally when I started posting content online was straight and I did check my stats but not like followers I originally came out as bi and then a year later came out as a lesbian and it's the same thing of, I, I checked the percentage of dudes that followed me after I came out as bi. There was a 20% drop off of dudes. <gasps> wow. And then when I came out as a lesbian, literally 60% of men dropped Goodbye, off. Goodbye, though. Like, and so good riddance. And I
0: suck as a comedian, I, too, because no, you're like, like, it's, like it's like I'm posting bikini pics. Oh, so it's <laughs> like, what the
2: fuck? But also, like, they need to leave. Like, yeah, I don't want yeah. them watching your funny content. <laughs> yeah, they don't but, deserve it.
1: But it's like, it, it was the same thing of, like, they had originally no chance. Yeah. But in their mind, they were like, since... She is straight. I do have a chance. And it's the same thing as when a girl gets a boyfriend, posts them for the first time, and then guys just unfollow. Like, it's that same sort of mentality. As soon as I came out and I was not accessible, they were like, and I'm, I'm checked out. So Yeah, yeah like, you,
0: I was never accessible. I you live in yeah. Idaho, and we we're not going you know, date I each other. I think it's
1: also,
2: like, to take it one step further and, like, yeah. maybe even more, like, meta, I think in a way it's also that men have power over women right like we all know this this is like our society Mm. that we live in our patriarchal society like until we don't have that anymore men will always have power over women when women are saying like i am not gonna have men in my life in a romantic and sexual way because that is not how i identify because i am gay because i am bi because whatever Mm. men feel so like almost powerless in a way that they like can't take it yeah and that's like Really frightening thing, yeah. Like, because even I think, I bet if we looked at it, more men would have dropped off when you were like, I'm gay than a girl who has a boyfriend because in their head, he's like, I still
0: could, yeah, yeah, it's but so even, scary, like, yeah. I had, and because they really will, like, I even like already was out as gay, yeah, and I remember there was a lot there, like. In the comedy community, there's some uh, shockers, some bad men in the comedy oh, community. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> and I just had some experiences where I was like, "I'm telling you, I'm gay. I have a girlfriend. I am not flirting with you because I literally am not attracted to you in any capacity, and don't. I'm not gonna date you." And I would hear them say things, or try to make moves on me, or if I was drunk, try to kiss me, try to do all no. these things. Where I'm like, even I am saying I am gay, and you still are like. But Maybe I yeah, can exactly. still do what I want.
2: Exactly, and it's like women do not act like that. No,
0: well, I am.
1: I hate it. Also, I wanted to point out you wrote a question that says you date men. How is that?
0: <laughs> I did write
2: <laughs> that. Is it? you men know, are it's like you, so how is it? troubling. Yeah. Like it's so troubling. <laughs> mm. I also
0: okay. This is kind of a great. Okay, I I read this question last night to my roommate and my girlfriend. I was like, is that a good question? And they were kind of both like, mm, not really. You don't need well, to ask no, that. I but I'm ask- asking it anyways. Um, I said you're a playwright. Are you? People often refer to a good man as a man written by a woman. How would you write that man?
1: I think it could be tweaked because I understand no, what you're trying to say. I understand what you're trying yeah. to say
2: too. Like h- how, like what, what's a man that's written by a woman? Yeah,
1: I, w- I mean, I can I interject? Yeah, I want you to interject. Like there's so much fan fiction shipping usually two dudes together because women are beautiful and, and they contain multitudes, right? Mm-hmm. It, like a lot of times when women date men, they're just projecting their fantasies onto this dude. Yeah. Like women are naturally creatives. They're yeah. writers. Like that's why you see like Harry Styles and all these dudes women have come up with like entire books about what they could be like mm-hmm. <laughs> because women are already interesting you yeah. don't need to project this super like person who's is super complex you know yeah. multidimensional because they are already yeah. so women write more stories because they have to yeah but so how do you well i was just thinking about it right like and i think of my little brother
2: like i have two little brothers one gay Mm -hmm. one straight they're twins the straight one i think of him as someone that's like really written by a woman right like he's so sensitive like Mm -hmm. he's just a great person Mm -hmm. but then i think about the fact that he was able to be he's able to be this great person in a patriarchal society as a straight man because of the influence of my mom and me Mm -hmm. in his life and I'm not saying that my little brother isn't amazing. He is. Yeah. Yeah. But those amazing guys who are like written mm-hmm. by women, they actually are raised and influenced they are by, written women by women. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and another gay and a gay twin who yeah. is yeah. a very feminine person, mm-hmm. who has a strong feminine side, who always has You can say twink. Uh, no, he's a No, he's a, he's, a, he's just like, you know, like I think he really has all of that because of those Mm. the queer influence and the femme influence and the feminine female influences on his life and it almost makes me kind of like discouraged in a way because it's like not our job for to make men good but in this world like they don't have a chance almost with with the (laughs) patriarchy how bad the patriarchy is right and like men straight men like hate that term and it's like you are being affected too negatively like if you just like took a second and understood that liberation from the patriarchy like feminism actually would benefit you yeah we would be in a much different place yeah i think it's like it's not their fault that they're gonna end up like whatever if a woman isn't like yeah you know making sure they're not but it's kind of sad to me that like those men who are like written by women they're only that way because of that influence and Mm -hmm. the job that that person did was pretty great yeah you know what i mean or just like even like the spaces that they're in around a lot of women, like it's kind of sad almost like yeah. kind of feels kind of like depressing in a way. Cause it's like, you know, when I think about my brother, I'm like, well, he was, I don't want to be like, he was locking to around me. But like my mom yeah. was like, she really like encouraged softness. Yeah, yeah. She encouraged us to, you know, go and do what we wanted to do and explore different, like, things, and we didn't have to be so hard. My brother yeah. did never, had, was never forced to be masculine in any way. Yeah. yeah. And the ways that he is masculine were all chosen by him. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just, like, the home that I came from was, it celebrated softness at such a volume, uh-huh. yeah. and that's definitely a... Like, the re- one of the reasons is because you have a daughter who's a very feminine, you have a gay son who's very feminine, yeah. then that other son is naturally going to gravitate toward that softness yeah. and that sensitivity. And I just think it's like, whoa, that's yeah. craziness, that it's yeah. like all queer people and women, that's like the reason of these like women written
0: by yeah. men, right? You yeah. No, That's exactly. very interesting, yeah. It's scary. Uh, <laughs> I, I just had to know, I, because I it's like, a good, I, it It's a very, so cool. very good question. <laughs> Thank you so much, you asked. no one else thought so. They no, were all, I go. think
1: they were thinking too <laughs> technically, because we yes. understood the what you he were trying, what trying to convey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's your, um, I know that Jordan is a triple Aries, but what's your roommate's
0: signs? He is a Taurus, and I don't know the other two.
2: I feel like male Tauruses can often, like, female Tauruses are not like this as much as male Mm Tauruses. They have like egos too, and they're Mm. very like almost
0: analytical Mm -hmm. in that way.
2: So I could see him being like, that question doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) So you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
0: you. Yes, Yes, I mean, yeah, because I was just like, I feel like um, writing, being a writer, like you write, I don't know, you write about men a lot. You write men or you have to, I I feel like writing a man would be like more hard than anything else because you have to like not like, writing just, like, a true man yeah. is, like, mm-hmm. hard. So sad.
2: No, it's it's also interesting it's because Ill. whenever I do write fiction, I am drawn to writing male protagonists, I think. And I've never understood exactly why. But I think it's this idea, this, like, fantastical idea of, like, mm-hmm. what something could be if yeah. it was done right. I, like, will, if I if an idea strikes me and it's about two people and I'm trying to figure out, like, the tense and, like, what person I'm writing in, like... I would r- realize in college, like, I would have to intentionally be, like, let's write in the female POV because yeah. this needs that. It's so interesting. I think it's because of exactly what you're saying, like, almost like this, like, idea of, like, what something could yeah. be, this fantasy of what something mm-hmm. could be, this, like, women want to read that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and even, like, I mean, I think it's so easy. If you're, like, you grew up with, like, a dad. You're a guy. You grew up with a dad. You have four brothers. You're round boys. All Just guys all yeah. the time. And then you go to school and it's, like, normal to have, like, just guy friends. And you, like, yeah. don't – I think sometimes things have to be so much more intentional where I think it it has to be, like, well, I don't have any female friends or I have no females in my life. I have to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. need to make that And even, like, I've done that in the past with, like, like, years ago looking at, like, who I follow and being, like, why are all the – why do I follow mostly white comedians? Like yeah. that. Like that's mm-hmm. a problem. It's like an, it's why, why Yeah. Like that is not. Oh well, I could easily just be like, well, that's just like who came up on my like. I don't. But it's like no, you don't need to like say why. Like just yeah. take the extra go step. Go find they ex- other people. The Other people
2: exist. The algorithm doesn't favor them. Like take yes. a step outside of like your world and like find that. I feel like that's similar with reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of books are like people just. I mean, first of all, like we're all taught like American literature. It's like canon whatever it's like all white men yeah Yeah. but then it's like even so like i found myself reading so many books written by white men that i was like oh my god like this needs to stop yeah and then you just completely open your worldview. but like some people are just not thinking in that way and they'll just be like well this is just what came on my algorithm Yeah. this is just what was recommended to me and it's like yeah well you have to look a little bit wider than that yeah Yeah. because
0: even i like we'll hear people like well these are just my friends i have my Friend group is not diverse in any way. We all, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, look the exact same. Yeah. That's just who I went to school with. That's just who, and I'm like, it still is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's comfortable. It's great. Co- it com- right. com- still yeah. is, like, you need to look inward and be like, why? So I just think with that, it's like, if you are a guy who's, like, I, I think if you can't be raised by women... Go find women. Go interact with women or non-binary people or whoever to, like, open your brain. Yeah, do 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 theater summer camp. No,
2: I'm serious. Like, go to theater camp. Honestly, that would be a really fun
0: show where we take, like, the straightest, like, bachelor men and we put them through, like, a summer-intensive acting Bring them to, like, dance and, like, theater camp.
2: No, sorry, that would be my dream. That's actually not a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. Think about it
0: as a reality show. It's like Queer Eye, but we're just trying to make them, like, dateable. We're like, we're like, like, let's
2: just see how this transforms them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they would all, like... You know, they would all love it, too. It's like theater
1: is very liberating for people. Like,
2: it heals. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, men, like, you know, slap each other on the butt. And it's just like a, it's a bid for, like, closeness. It's a joke. But you, Mm. it's, this is, we're in comedy. There's so many people who are not men who, like, cannot be vulnerable without being ironic Mm-hmm. And because like yeah. that's an insecurity. So I see that with like dudes who like can't hug a dude, and it is unfortunate because it is how they were raised. But it's it's like, you're it's all the rituals that men do. is just a, like a, you just want it's. You want to be close, you yeah. know? You want to hang out, you want to touch. You want yeah. when you wrestle someone, it's yeah, it's the competitive nature, but also it's nice to be touched. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's like you want those th- yeah. you want to be the little spoon. Yeah. yeah. They all want to. Like that's you're like dating men, what is it like? They all want to be the little mm-hmm. spoon. Yeah. You have to find the ones willing to ask. Who doesn't want to be spooned? Yeah. yeah. Well, Even, I've
0: heard people, I've heard women say like that are dating a very like masculine man, like when they broke up with them, the Effect was more than they'd ever seen In a Like in They've never felt that In a breakup Like they were being sad During a breakup But they were like My ex-boyfriend was like I can't go on Because they were like I realized I felt closeness with hundreds of people. I felt, yeah. I've had close, intimacy. intimate relationships. I've cuddled with my friends. I've done all this. Hold your hands. He has with never. Friends. Exactly. With anyone, even sometimes their parents. Like, they're like, exactly. not since they were three. So it brings out this like, visceral, like, I am baby. You yeah. are my mom. And I know we, everyone jokes about men's girlfriends being their moms. But it's like, I think there's like true, like, yeah, because we have so many caring people in our lives who are like, well hold us and whatever. But yeah. I think a lot of, once again, in a very, uh, you know, men and women y society yeah. like yeah. some men literally only have that from their mom like it's they don't sad, have it from their yeah. dad there's si- there's if they have two sisters their sisters cuddle but they're not going to cuddle with their brother like whatever it yeah. is and then they're left with like this woman that they're like you're just like a random woman i dated in college but you're the only one who's ever like given me a hug yeah Yeah. think about
2: think about that's why i think green flag men with dogs because they're caring for something so deeply Mm -hmm. Uh like men who have like men who are single and alone in an apartment with a dog i like that because i'm like you're caring for something Mm -hmm. there's something that's that like i am not responsible enough to have a dog because i cannot have something depending on me for its life Yeah. yeah this person like that's a big responsibility. You said you had a dog, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Like, for a single man to have a dog, it's like, kind of like, you're developing a routine of care. Yeah, You, you love this thing. Yeah, you, This thing is dependent on you. And you have to do life. things when you don't want to. You, you have th- to get yeah, up and Exactly, walk exactly. Yeah. And then you want to, because you have the dog that you love, that you snuggle with, that's like, this emotional closeness. Not saying a girlfriend should be a dog by any means, but it's like, what? where else are any straight men getting that, like, yeah. emotional closeness and well, intimacy? and they, like,
0: made a decision where they were like, I want something to care for and I want something to I love. like that too. I love and that. It's like, that's really very sweet.
2: And slash I'm going to sacrifice some of my socializing because when I go out to dinner at 8 o'clock I cannot come home past midnight. It's yeah. not yeah. fair to my dog. Yeah. It's like that choice is a it's a choice yeah. and I like I feel like I value that in yeah. a straight man.
0: Oh. Well thank you so much for being on thank our you, show. Thank you guys. Do you want to just like plug everything you have going on? Sure. You have so much. So, I feel like you can talk for like two yeah, minutes. Oh my you
2: so, <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> so you can just go to the Eli Rallo.com. That's where like all the information is about like pre-ordering the book and book tour and right. all those fun things. So that's there. And then my Instagram is just my name. My TikTok is just my exactly. name. I have a podcast. You guys have to come on if you're ever in New York. Yes. It's please. called Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Um, it's called Miss so Congeniality. Fun. Yes.
0: I love Miss mm-hmm. Congeniality. I know. I love that movie.
2: <laughs> I, I When I named it that, I was like, is there any podcast called that? I hope not. No, it's no. just like <laughs> fun. Um, But yeah, this was so fun. So, Fun. Thank you. Thank for you. Being we're on. so excited for yeah. your
0: whole oh journey Thank like you guys. Uh, releasing a book is I mean you know this, but it's yeah. so big and, and exciting oh, and again. cool. I want to
2: come watch you guys do do you guys do stand up? Is that like
0: We the, have a the show thing? in New York that's <gasps> about to happen. Wait, really? So Why have to come? we will be there in November. We're doing okay. the New York Comedy Wonderful. Festival. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to grab oh, that's your so tickets? Fun. I want to <laughs> yeah. come. Okay, I'm going to yes. come. They have a new tour in New York. Oh my gosh. Yay. This is so fun. I literally said cuz we were like trying to think of topics and I literally said in the meeting I was like I don't know I just kind of want to talk to them about dating yeah. Like, yeah. I was like just selfishly I think it'd be fun it was fun yeah. we had a great time I feel, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I feel like I mean I did want to talk to you because I feel like I mean I've dated men but it's more like theory at this point so <laughs> it's nice to like hear someone who's like this is a What's living, happening? Breathing creature yeah. that is dating them. <laughs> like,
0: fascinating. Thank you so much. So yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, please rate us five, five stars. stars
1: five. As well as go to anywhere you get your podcasts and check out Miss Congeniality. And <sighs> you might want to read a book. Do you wait? Just a quick. Do you think listening to an audio book is the same as reading a book? Okay. I
2: got like absolutely annihilated for this take,
1: but this is my
2: take. Round 2. If I li- I've never listened to audiobooks. I've uh-huh. tried it. Same. It's not big for not big for me. I'm very visual. I like yeah. to like, read. I would probably say I listened to that book unless I was impaired in some way that I was not able to read a book sure. whether like I you had hated? no I mean like blind <laughs> oh, okay, I, mean okay, like, sorry. I mean like I don't want to be like ableist in this take sure, and yeah. so sure. if there was no way for me to read a book whether it was some sort of mental disability that I had whether I was yeah. blind whatever yeah. it was then you can say I read that book because what yeah. other way are you going to do it totally if you have the ability and option to read words on a
0: page, I would probably say I listen to that book. But yeah. I don't know what you guys think. I, okay. no, I'm the same. Way. I don't li- I don't listen to <laughs> I don't listen or read. So I <laughs> You're like I'm I, not
2: big into it. Yeah. Well,
0: I, lo- I actually love reading, but I I'm on a new reading journey because oh, I love. had really I have really bad learning disabilities. And so I always had a, I just can't read like I would read a book. I can read. Oh, my God. This mic. Sorry, today. I'm sorry. Hannah, I'm slapping it. Um. I like I like reading, and I can read fast, but I will read and nothing, there is nothing comprehend. So then
2: maybe, though, because of that, I think you, if, if audiobooks worked for you, and like, because of the things that you have going on, <laughs> but I know, but I, I think that you could successfully say I read that if you yeah. listen to it. Yeah. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about somebody who could do either and
1: are retaining information on yeah. either. Wouldn't you say I listen to that? I yeah. but I don't know, what do you think? I, I think I'm more interested in the fact that we all have our parts of the internet where we have to add like a million disclaimers. Like I wouldn't even have thought of that. Because yeah. we both have dyslexia and so we're the people yeah. that could be offended. No, people like, no. were
2: offended when I was like I think it's listened to, but then I realized you know what, there's validity in that. It can come off as ableist. I don't mean if you're like dyslexic or blind. Yeah. 100%. Or if you have any any sort of, like, learning disability or mental disability. I just mean, like, someone like me, yeah. who is fully capable like, of doing either, yeah. I would say listening.
0: Okay, then, yeah, we're... Although, I've been doing better at reading because I'm on this new reading journey where I was, like, I... Always would be like I need to start reading, and then I would go and pick out like Michelle Obama's biography it's or like something too like. Bit. It's like too. Yeah. You're too
2: much. Going too I was big, like, oh, yeah.
0: well, I need to read. I realized I was reading books that I wanted people to see on my shelf. You're
2: like Jane Eyre. Yeah, like, I let let like, me just I fucking read, read like Warren and yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. And then someone was like, you know, you can just like read fun books. You can like, just you like, read literally like, anything calling you want. Like you can. And now I just read. Literally lesbian smut. smut. And I'm like, Yeah. I'm getting through books like you've never been. No, like, no, I am I'm like reading. So and they're like it. so cheesy and stupid. And like some of them are badly like, so written and, stupid, and like, some of them are for like not even badly written, they're for no. high schoolers Cringe like they're is not a victimless
2: crime. Yeah. What is, Cringe is a victimless crime. Unless like, that's watching.
0: like yeah. totally yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, that's totally victimless. Like no, you're yeah. just enjoying your life. It's incredible. And I was like, this is still reading. I'm yeah, reading. You're this. reading. Yeah. I don't need to read like a self-help. I was always reading self-help books. And it's like yeah, of course you don't want to get excited to go read this because like sometimes it's nice and it can be helpful, but like you're not like what's gonna happen? Are they gonna like? Are they gonna have sex? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I have to read like nonfiction because I can't see anything in my head. Mm. I can't imagine stuff. Oh, interesting. It's more like just a concept. Got you. So Got I I, f- I prefer to learn. I like But that. like it's if I could see like colors in my head when I close my eyes. Then I'd I'd read more. I'm like I'm I'm
2: like do I? I'm like do I like picture things? Well, when, I have a very active imagination. What's there
1: like? um you try to picture an apple in your head. Is it just the concept or is it a full red apple that you can see? I see
2: a
0: full red
1: apple. I'm thinking of an apple, but it's like hurting my head
0: to be like what what do I see? I don't know if I see yeah. anything. What's around the apple? Are you like cuz I'm picturing just like a black wall. I am picturing
1: just like a black like galaxy with like a yeah. floating apple. Yeah. Well,
0: then that's what I'm seeing kind of I too. I can't even
1: t- like Well, I just it's the concept of an apple. You just, just
0: see the word apple? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's
1: it's the you're, you're just like thinking like about God. apples, but like you know
0: it's there. You're like a yeah. like,
1: wind. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's a yeah. I That's feel you. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Have a great rest of your Wednesday or Thursday or whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Have a great day. Bye. 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 Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly-rated in-network doctors near you, and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoc.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc.